You're listening to Around Comics, episode 106. topics in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman. I'm joined, as always, by the co-host of the show, Mr. Brian Salazar. Hello. And Mr. Tom Caters. Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes where uh, where Sal has plenty of opportunity to do his bad British accent. No, I'm... Hello, I'm, governor. Uh, I, no, <laughs> no, I can't even... Uh, Paul Jenkins is it's not even an up in his accent. mouth right It's now. not even... <laughs> like an attempt at an impersonation. It's just. When did you stop being a chimney sweep? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're all. Chimney. We're gonna be. Uh, we're gonna be talking with uh, Jamie McKelvey in just a couple moments. He is, uh, of course, one of the co-creators and the artist of Phonogram, which is one of our favorite books in 2006. Yeah. So that'll be in just a couple moments. But first, I want to let you know that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. Waiting for the trade has never been easier. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcase editions, archives editions, absolutes, omnibus editions, and more. Everything's an edition. All at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over $50 ship for free. Whether you're buying an absolute edition or catching up on showcases and essentials, InStockTrades.com is your new best friend. It was like, uh, I wish people could have had a copy of that with them so they could see how close it was to falling apart. <laughs> oh, not close. Yeah. It was <laughs> and I actually... I, gotta, I think I'm going to have to start write, writing my own copy because uh, otherwise I can't... I, like, when I write stuff, I can think of, like, how someone could read it, but when other people write it, I can't... It's I write hard nothing for me to write. down. Right, no, I actually, I actually uh, checked with Cameron, and they are going to be carrying the phonogram trade, and uh, they've got uh, tons of other uh, collections from former guests on the show. So check out InStockTrades.com. We appreciate it. Did you take uh, a lewd today or something? Am I? Am I? Very, You're very mellow. You're very. I think all really no, I've been I've been Maybe. baking in the in the sun today. I was uh, oh. at Wrigley watching the Cubs just get throttled. By Did the they Braves. lose? Yeah, like eight to four. It was the Ooh. Cubs playing Cubs baseball. Oh. You know, Pop flies, bobbled balls at shortstop. And I have nothing to say because my White Sox suck. So yeah, my Cardinals are suck. I went to a Brewers game and it was really nice. Oh, I that's right, you did go to the Brewers. It was fun. Yeah, well, they're in first place. So, except, yeah, except yeah, they're I'm kicking in. I'm, I'm a little sunbaked. I had a couple beers today. Okay, so I was just wondering. You seemed a little, a little loose, a little. Yeah, loosey goosey. Got a Hawaiian shirt on and like. <laughs> and a lay. Yeah, two, yeah, I had a vacation hey, dude, day. A little, you know, two days. Chill ago. out, dudes. Um, but alas, I had to. I had to come to Dark Tower Comics, and why? Uh, because Around Comics was recorded every Friday at seven o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. Located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. If you're in the area, please drop by. I actually had a listener while I was setting up in here, Matt. 
said howdy. Said he likes the show. So thank I've you, Matt. Never Did he leave? Any of these people that come in? It's, uh, I've never. I always tell Chris them to leave because you're coming. <laughs> They're like, I want to meet Tom. It's like you know, I, Tom. It, it'll be a big letdown. Jesus came person. in yesterday. <laughs> said he loved the show. Tom, you don't want to be. Tom weighs seven hundred pounds. <laughs> it takes him twenty it's, to twenty five minutes sad. to get in the store. You really don't want to see him. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we want to remind you that uh, your Around Comics experience isn't complete until you've read this week's Long Box of Love. Each Thursday episode of Around Comics has a wonderfully handcrafted webcomic from Brian Bowles. Check it out every Thursday at aroundcomics.com. And our latest contest is our Be a Hero contest. The contest rules are very simple. Just make a donation at heroinitiative.org, then send us an email at hero at aroundcomics.com, letting us know that you did it. Everyone that makes a donation is entered into a drawing that will take place at the end of June. The contest is being sponsored by InStockTrades.com. They've included two $50 gift certificates, good for anything, at InStockTrades.com. In addition to a $50 gift certificate, the first place winner will receive a prize pack, including a hardcover edition of Jeffrey Brown's I'm Going to Be Small. It's uh, autographed and also has a two-page illustration uh, done by Jeffrey uh, inside. Uh, It'd be kind of weird if it was done by somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> so done, uh, done by Tom Cater in the style of, with a Apologies to Jeffrey <laughs> yeah, after Jeffrey Brown. <laughs> uh, we're also uh, including a Scotty Young sketchbook with a Scotty Young sketch in it. I think Chris Burnham said that he was going to do something. So uh, if you pick, we'll up twist off. Norton's arm maybe mm-hmm. to throw something in. Actually, I think Mike's going to be in. I want to actually what I want to uh, convince him to do is one of the Death of Captain America covers. It do a cap, coverless cover. Yeah, do a do a uh, cap sketch. There you on go. That. Do a sketch of. Um, like in that Bone Thugs and Harmony video where like they take the escalator up to heaven, have like <laughs> Captain America on an escalator, and then he gets to the top and he hugs Easy E. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> so donate at heroinitiative.org, email us at heroataroundcomics.com, and remember to check back uh, each week as we increase that prize pack. It's weird in here today because there's only the three of us. It's been a long time since we've had just the three of us. You know, no John. John, unfortunately, is gone, and I know there are a lot of people on the forum. He's and gone on to a happier place. <laughs> yes, he has. You make it sound like he you died. You guys told me he went to a farm upstate <laughs> where he'd be happier. And uh, no Scotty. No, no nobody's yeah. here. It's uh, the, the big kind of comic convention in the sky. I might just leave halfway through. <laughs> Bye, Tom. <laughs> Yeah, and actually, I'm going to ditch you guys. Yeah, you're, you're not going to be here Monday. You'll be here today. You've already listened to the episode without me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes uh, but you won't oh, be here for the, mind mo- the Monday episode. Yeah. You have oh, to speaking of, uh, of Rip Hunter and, uh, and John and all that, did you listen to the Jeff Johns interview? I have not did? yet, no. Really good stuff. It's yeah. uh, Jeff Johns just gets it. He's such a cool guy. Uh, I don't know. I never met him. Yep. Could be a dick, for all I know. <laughs> I'm sure he's not. Uh, ch- check it out. And I'm sure you'll love him. Nerd. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, shall we? Shall we move on to our main topic for yes. the evening? Please, right. please. Born in Malvern, Worcester, artist Jamie McKelvey began his collaboration with friend and journalist Karen Gillan on a comic strip for the official PlayStation magazine UK, entitled Save Point. 
Their working relationship continued with the release of the six-issue series Phonogram from Image Comics, starring David Cole, a mage who uses the medium of Britpop music to interpret his magic. Phonogram quickly became a favorite title of Around Comics. Way back in episode 27, we talked with Phonogram writer Karen Gillen, but today Around Comics is happy to welcome Jamie McKelvey to the show. Well, Jamie, first of all, uh, welcome to Around Comics, and thanks for being on the show. Welcome to America. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's, uh, smaller than I thought. It's huge. Everything's huge here. Our microphones are five feet big. (laughs) Well, uh, congratulations on uh, on wrapping up Phonogram. It was uh, a fun six six issues. One of the things that we talked about, I think, with, with Kieran way back when, was how Phonogram was being received in the United States as opposed to in the U.K. Over the... Over the whole six issues of Phonogram, uh, how did you see the reception here, you know, grow or, or not grow? Um, oh, I guess it got better. Um, people started off, they were kind of a bit confused, I think. Didn't really know what to make of it. Um, it took about two or three issues for a lot of people to get where it was going um, and realize that you didn't really need to know anything about Britpop or anything like that to get it. Well, it's just like any other comic book. You don't need to know everything about everything. Yeah, to get yeah. It. I mean, a lot of people didn't really see that at first. They, they, they sort of refused to look past it, but I think eventually people got the hang of it. Yeah. We half expected uh, Kieran to be uh, to be at your uh, at your apartment or house or wherever trying to get back no, on the show. No, he lives about um, two hours away from me. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, he could walk over if he wanted to, but it'd take a while. Take a while to show up. Magically show up. Tell us a little bit Tell us a little bit about your history and how uh, you got into drawing comics and and where that all came from. I, I know it myself, or at least a, a little bit about your history and my huh? stalkerish research <laughs> yeah, for the I'm show. But creepy, I know everything about. I, it. I usually know <laughs> the creepy things about. The, the I don't guy. know anything creepy about them. I just... What are the name of my cat? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That, wouldn't that be weird if yeah. that was right? But no. Sick. But uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into uh, into drawing comics. Um, well, kind of completely by accident. Um, I, I went to university to do sociology, and, and about a year into it, I realized I didn't want to do anything whatsoever to do with sociology. It kind of left me stuck for career options. Um, and my girlfriend at the time made me read Sandman. Um and I absolutely loved it, and I thought, well, maybe I can do something like this. So I just I started drawing. Um, I think I was about 21 at the time. Um, kept on the page 45 in Nottingham, which is a brilliant comic shop. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's like one of the best in the UK. Um, and they introduced me to a bunch of other stuff. I got into loads of different comics and stuff. And then um, I had an internship with um, internship even with uh, Christine Norrie. I don't know if you know her. Yeah. Yeah, she's a, so I, I was with her in New York for a while, um, sort of being her assistant and everything. Um, and then at the time, um, I showed my artwork to Mike Hawthorne, and he was like, oh, I know a guy who could do something with this. And then I actually got back to Eric Stevenson, um, and he asked me if I wanted to do a book with him, and it just went from there. Now, were you always drawing? I mean, so you don't have any type of artistic background ed- education-wise? Were you always drawing? No, or? No. no, I mean, like any kid, I was drawing like up to the battle. 
I don't know, 14 or 15, I guess, but like, I haven't stopped. Um, and then we just picked it up again, 21. From so, from sociology, yeah. to, so yeah. basically you left sociology to go to the even less pain field of comic book art. <laughs> well, yeah. I was gonna say my parents were very happy with that, to be honest. <laughs> I'm also, my sister's a doctor, so she's like the sensible one. Oh, okay. And I and I'm I'm the one who's destined forever to be enticed. <laughs> well, I'm a self-taught accountant, so I know where you're coming from. <laughs> I learned it all on my own. So how did how did you you know how did you start learning about drawing comics? I mean, I assume that was something you had never done before. You were in your twenties. Yeah, um, I, you know, I don't even know. It just, I, I guess it just kind of happened. I just, um, I mean, Mark Hempel's stuff on Sandman was a big influence early on. Um, I looked at a lot of his stuff, see how he did things. Um, but yeah, I bought a couple of books, I guess. Um, the Will Eisner one, which may I'm forgetting at the moment, but uh, um, yeah, I just I bought a couple of books and basically just taught myself. Wow, wow! Now, were you were you influenced by any of the um, uh, English, uh, British, or yeah, British <laughs> artists? But um, uh, what Dave Gibbons would probably be a, a good example. Um, yeah, I mean, Lloyd. I think subconsciously more than anything, um, one of the one of my main conscious influences was Andy Watson. Um, I read the skeleton key books from like the start to whatever they finished um, when I was getting into comics and just kind of seeing how he sort of simplified his style as he went along and sort of, you know, reduced the amount of line work, but it still just made it look absolutely amazing. Um, did that really influence me? No. Um, and, you know, I read all the classics like Watchmen and everything, so I guess I picked up that, yeah. But I don't, I don't think it was a, a, a conscious looking at British artist thing. I just kind of looked at everything. Sure. Well, one of the you know, I, your style whenever you read phonogram is mm-hmm. is extremely clean. You have an economy of line that you mm-hmm. don't see in a lot of other artist styles. Uh, how did you how did you develop that style? It, is that where you kind of see yourself? kind of finishing as a comic artist you want to try different different looks and approaches or you know is that is that something that um that you're very deliberate in that in that very um simplified you know sleek look mm, I, basically i draw like that because that's the only way i know how to draw um i could never figure out cross hatching or anything like that or doing that properly so that all went out the window um but yeah no i'd like to take on other things i want to learn how to use a brush Properly, right now it's kind of a bit rubbish when I try and use one. Um, it looks like someone sneezed over the page with black ink. You can make a career uh, on that. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, we I don't actually know, it, it just came about because I knew how to do it. Uh, we hear we hear several artists talk about making the transition from from pen to brush, and I think a mm-hmm. lot of artists kind of um, I, I don't want to say have an epiphany. But they they really see an evolutionary change in their art whenever they've whenever they switch tools. So that's that's interesting that you would say that. Oh yeah, I mean everybody I talk to who's, who's made the switch is always like, oh, you've got to do it. It's amazing. It doesn't take that long to learn. But I don't know. It's just finding the time, I guess. So so do you use uh, pen and ink, like you know uh, nibs, or, or are you using mechanical pens? Yeah, I, I use rapidograph pens, rotrings, and when I have a, when I say it, it's because they sort of react in horror. Blow their mind. Tell them you use a ruling pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I know yeah. Oming uses a Bic. 
Yeah, up there <laughs> for <taking> a sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to sleep and he wakes up in the morning and there's finished paper. Yeah, I was gonna say, did you just sell your soul to the devil or something? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm gonna be a comic book artist today, and you know, how do I how do I figure that out? Well, that, well, that just blows my mind that you were able to just, uh, you know, in a very short time, teach yourself how to be a comic artist and 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 your you know your art. You know that we you know love your art and and it's amazing mm-hmm. looking stuff. It's just it it, it kind of pisses kind of. I mean, I think my, my main strength is that I'm, I can look at stuff I've done and realize what I've done wrong with it and sort of try and improve it the next time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, that, that's helped me a long way. Um, but yeah, I guess I'm just kind of lucky. I don't know. Tell us about uh, how you you met uh, Kieran. How'd you guys hook up and, and how did Phonogram sort of come out of that relationship? Oh, well, we both remember it differently, so I don't know which is actually true. Um, <laughs> a more exciting version. <laughs> the sexier one. Boring, <laughs> Sex it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, our eyes met across a crowded room, and uh, <laughs> no, he, he, he was sharing a table with a, a guy called Ali Pulling, who did an anthology called Nevermind the Comics um, about you know, five years ago. So I'd only been drawing comics for about a year or two. Um, and I had a little story in that, which is absolutely awful. It's the worst guy I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Talking with you, man. Now, have a good night. <laughs> now, Jamie, or, now, Kieran has uh, obviously the journalistic background, and 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 he mm-hmm. wrote for music magazines and that kind of thing. But you had your own uh, background in music. You were actually a drummer of a punk band, or are yeah, you still? Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. Uh, King King Monkey is that the name they of? Were, the... They were King Monkey, and then two members had to leave, and then we got two members in, and we didn't feel all the same name could be appropriate. So then they became uh, Dolls by Weaver, which is a strange name, but I don't know. We were drunk. <laughs> so how long? Drunk how, lot, <laughs> how long was King Monkey together, and and what was the what was that scene like uh, playing playing in a punk band? Well, we, we actually started in school. Um, the drummer, no, sorry, the bassist and the the singer were brothers at, at my school. Um, so we started, I guess, in about sixteen. Um, and they asked me to be in the band because I was pretty much the only drummer they knew. So at school I was in about four bands, I think, because nobody knew any other drummers. Um, and yeah, so we, sort of, we played through university and then we all moved in together for a year uh, in Birmingham and played the, the scene there. And then I moved on to London. It was just like, too far away for practice and stuff, so I had to leave the band. But it was a pretty good scene, actually. Um, it's a lot of good bands up in Birmingham. It's just... Uh, because it isn't London, you don't really get any sort of recognition or anything, so it's, it's a tough scene to play, but it's good fun. There's a lot of good bands. So. I'd imagine it was kind of interesting, I mean, if you do you think if you hadn't had that knowledge, would a phonogram had been a, a tougher project to work on for you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I definitely, because one of the things Karen says um, is that we both sort of understand the same sort of references, the same sort of music, the same... I don't know, clothes, even, anything like that. Um, 
because we both come from some sort of senior, he doesn't really have to explain it to me. You know, we both know exactly what's what, so definitely makes it a lot easier, yeah. Sure, well, was there was there much crossover in the punk scene and the Britpop scene, or were you just a, a, a music fan in general? Just to... Um, I don't, there was a kind of a little bit, because early Britpop, um, a lot of it was called New Ways of New Ways, which was kind of punky stuff like Elastica and uh, These Animal Men and things like that. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was into bit pop, and then that kind of went away. And then I got into sort of uh, American punk bands and things, uh, like No Effects and, and bands like that. Okay. Uh, I don't know. There were two separate scenes, but I was kind of into both of them. Well, I, I wanted to say it's funny that you bring up uh, <coughs> these animal men because one of the things I like about Phonogram is mm-hmm. that uh, the same reason when uh, when I was younger and I really got into Britpop is because it had an allure of sort of this like other world that I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about. Uh, and perfect example is sort of uh, this Animal Man. I remember reading about them because I, I used to go to this uh, magazine shop and pick up enemies when I lived mm-hmm. in Green Bay because yeah. there was like one shop that sold the enemy. So I'd go and I'd go pick it up and I'm like, this animal, these animal men, these animal men. I'm like, oh, interesting. And it took me like years to find that album. <laughs> and then I bought it and I was like, oh, it's okay. But it was like, okay. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know, a lot of the bands I listen back to now and I'm kind of embarrassed. But I like them. They oh. They're very good. You're talking amongst comic fans, so we all have skeletons <laughs> in our closet and that shit that we think. Yeah, big, <laughs> big holofoil skeleton. My parents are right all along. <laughs> it is for children. Uh, but for going back to kind of your 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 comics influences, it's mm-hmm. interesting. I guess Sandman. We're talking what? Probably ninety. When, when did you start reading comics? Well, I, I I mean, when I was kind of like eleven to fourteen, I was reading like X Men and things like that, and then I kind of stopped. Um, but Sandman, I didn't read until quite a while after it was collected. I think. Okay, I was I was going to say this is uh, it, it is interesting that you kind of came along. Um, quite quite a quite a ways after after a lot of mm-hmm. us are, are kind of used to hearing about artists get into comics. Um, what kind of stuff is out there now that that you find interesting, either from a writing or an art standpoint, either in in the UK or or here uh, in American comics? Oh no, see, I don't get to the comics up very often anymore. Um, a lot of the stuff that's happening at Image is really good. Um, obviously things like Star and Captain Nova um, I don't know I've, I've kind of fallen out of reading superhero comics um, I, I tended to follow writers rather than characters so I'd read like Grant Martin's X and I think I stopped yeah I stopped the issue we finished yeah. um, I don't know I'm, I'm reading a, a bit of manga at the moment um, Death Note's one of my favourites I think that's everybody's favourite I'm going to have to uh, read that eventually. Everyone keeps telling me that it's good. Pe- people keep trying to get us to read manga, Jamie, and yeah. we're, we're, we're really, we're, we're going kicking and screaming if we go. <laughs> I am used like to... A lot of the stuff isn't, isn't I don't know if it's, it's a cultural thing, like the storytelling doesn't translate or something, but a lot of it I've not really got into. But Death Note is awesome. Um, and there's one called, I think there's only two volumes, but there's one called uh, Bambi and Her Pink Gun which is about a girl with pink hair and she's got a pink gun <laughs> and she goes and kidnaps a baby from somebody and then goes around killing loads of people. Sounds awesome. And it's awesome. Uh, w- <laughs> one of the things I think of when I see your art is I think of uh, Love and Rockets. 
mm-hmm. uh, by the Hernandez brothers? Is that something you've you've looked I, at? Yeah, everyone says that. And I, you know, I've, I've read stuff since, but when my style was developing, I hadn't read any of it. So it's uh, I don't know if I was influenced by artists or influenced by them or something like that. I don't know. But, but yeah, I don't know. People pick on influences that I never considered. Well, it is amazing, and I think I had said this before. You know, your your style really harkens back to I think some of the best black and white indie uh, stuff that was going on in the in the eighties and nineties. And it's it's kind of amazing that you know I I just assumed that a lot of that stuff was your influence, and it, it amazes right, me. Right. No, I didn't even start reading comics till what two thousand one. Some sort of miracle child. <laughs> He's absorbed all of this and he doesn't even know it. Well, actually, uh, Sal brings up a good point is that your style kind of harkens back to that, you know, 80s, early 90s indie scene. And that's mm-hmm. what a lot of phonogram is about in in music is the stuff that kind of broke through in that indie scene and then kind of transformed into the arena rock and, and what Britpop kind of turned into. Um yeah. Are you going to do the same thing? I, are, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's, on, it's on to X-Men next for you. Right. Well, you guys put my rider out already, yeah? <laughs> we got you figured. <laughs> yeah, we already have you figured out. If not, you know, I can hang up now. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, one of the things I did want to go back to is is this the comics that you're reading. I was wondering, I know, or I don't know for a fact, but in some of the research I was doing, it, it, it appeared that you may have been a big Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Yeah, I was, yeah. Are you, are you reading season eight by Whedon? You know, I'm not, because the, the, the last time I got to the comic shop, um, issue one sold out. I think it was underprinted or something. I can't remember. I haven't been able to get hold of it. So. It's it's good. It's Yeah, I, I've heard I've a lot of good things about it, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of went off the series towards the end. Um, I think the first three or four series are the best. Um, but I've heard, it, you know, I've heard it's a good... A good comic, so I do want to check it out at some point. And the covers are lovely as well. Hi, my name is Tony Danza, and you're listening to Around Comics. Hi, my name is John Romita Jr., and you are listening to Around Comics. Um, now, the phonogram trade, is it officially been released here in the United States yet? No, um, the last I heard was the, the printer's proofs have been approved okay. a couple of weeks ago, so I guess it'll be out in a couple of weeks. Phonogram, I think, falls into into the category of one of the wait for the trade type mm-hmm. books that we, that we see out there. Is that a lot of the response that you guys have gotten? Is that you know, hey, I'm interested, but I'm going to wait for this to come oh, out. Oh, a lot, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, we were kind of worried to start with because we figured we were making a comic for people who don't read comics, um, which you know, because a bit of difficulty when you want to kind of sell it. So yeah, we figured a lot of people would be waiting for the trade. Um, and we hear a lot of people trying to order it from Amazon and going into bookstores and getting it and stuff. And yeah, definitely. Did you hear anything about... Uh, I was also sort of interested to see if Phonogram, if there are certain music shops that decided to go and grab Phonogram. Thing, you know, yeah. Did you hear of any shops like that, like a music shop that would go out and get copies? And you know, I think I think we have to approach them. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the... I don't know how it is in America, but a lot of the, the chain music stores over here kind of experimented with um, selling graphic novels a few years ago and I think a lot of them were kind of burned and I don't think they did too well. 
Too bad there's not any he- like head shops anymore. Yeah, that would have been you know <laughs> like there was like back in the day, the day with all the head shops that book would have sold like you know put it right next to the big old glass bomb. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And get yourself a Jimi Hendrix T-shirt too. You can have your own experience. What's what's been your um or what's been the reaction from from people just in general about the book because it's not I mean it's not a conventional story it's not a conventional comic in this day and age with you know the the mainstream stuff that's out there and even a lot of the uh quote unquote alternative books that are out there this book is very unique there there's no there's no capes and cows in it but at the same time there's a very supernatural bent to it sure uh what's what's been the reaction you've gotten just from fans and readers in general it's actually been really really good and we're really surprised how good it's been um we've got a lot of um people who like email us a lot and you know come up to us at cons and stuff and say how much they've enjoyed the book and you know we're kind of surprised because we sort of, I don't know didn't really think anybody would get it as much as they did but we're glad that they did um, we thought we were making the book for about two people <laughs> and so it's nice that it's a few more than that did you go to uh, Bristol Con uh, yeah, we did we had a table there yeah how, how was that uh, it was awesome I didn't get to leave the table once um, we were selling stuff, signing stuff, sketching stuff. I uh, didn't have a break. It was so busy. It was brilliant. Cool. And um, so, yeah, just do that and then get drunk at night. Nice. <laughs> way. You know, that, that is, you know speaking yeah. of, of Bristol and just the market over there, it's the, the entire UK comic scene is something that is... Um, very different to us. Was very foreign yeah, to us. Yeah. Can you? Uh, it's magical. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. It <laughs> it's is a it magical is. fantasy <laughs> land. It is a far off place. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is what is the comic scene and being a comics creator? What's it like in the UK as as opposed to maybe the United States? I know that you spent a little bit of time here in conventions and and yeah. talking to colleagues. Um, what would you say the big differences are? Um, the exchange rate makes it just really small. <laughs> Yeah, but they're really bad at the moment. Um, the pound's like two to know. one over the dollar. <laughs> oh, it's, it's awful. Absolutely awful. So it'd be good when I come over if I can spend loads of money at the cons. Um, it's, no, it's, it's, a, it's a very... I don't know how to describe it, but it's a, pretty much everybody knows everybody else. Um, and it's it's a good scene for that, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, I go out uh, drinking with uh, Fraser Irving and Five Star all the time. Um, yeah, no, it's a, it's a good scene for um, for making friendships and stuff because it's, it's quite a small scene. Um, there's only one major comic, which is 2000 maybe The rest of us, if we haven't been together, we have to kind of go to America to to get our comics published. Was that one of the things with the, with the internet now that it's yeah. kind of made the kind of made the the world community. comics community much smaller? Where yeah, it, I mean, I wouldn't have a career without the internet. No way. So. Um, my, all my early contacts and everything were made through message boards and things like that. But I wouldn't even know what to do without it. Have you talked about the next phonogram story that you guys mm-hmm. are going to work on? Do you have? A, is there a set date when you guys are going to start working on it? Um, not really. No. Um, I'm doing my own one, which is four issues, starting in September, and then I guess we're just going to start on it straight after that. Nice. Uh, Kieran's writing it at the moment. So. I'll pretty much be ready to draw it as soon as I finish my own I hear he drinks, so it might take a while. 
<laughs> I hear he's been drinking, so it might take a while to get those scripts. <laughs> Be careful with that. But you're working on something in between, of course, yeah. which is suburban glamour. Ooh, very nice. There we go. Nice segue. <laughs> Square one for Tom. Yes, un- un- <laughs> unfortunately, as Sal pointed out, it's going to be in color. <laughs> yeah, I-, I know you didn't like that, but well, tell us about suburban glamour. I know you've been actually kind of working on this for a long time in in some ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I had the idea for it a long time ago, and then um, I put it on hold to get Sonogram done. Um, so it's just it's nice to get it out of the way now. What's Suburban Glamour about? I haven't even seen really... Dis- I just see the preview art. I haven't seen any of the description of what it's yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you I'm don't know? Things. I know we have Karen here to explain these things for me. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of like... Uh, I don't know, my mouthpiece. But, um, ooh, it's like it's a modern fantasy, I guess. Um, it's about a couple of kids who live in a small town in the middle of nowhere. Um, and... They're trying to grow up and trying to do what they want to do, and everybody else around them will be authority figures are telling them that their dreams for what they want to do with their lives is just not possible. And it's about kind of how they deal with that, and it's got trolls and stairs and stuff in it as well. <laughs> When's the first issue coming really out? Really convoluted. But it, 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 yeah, I don't know. Um, I kind of, in terms of the Hollywood stuff, and it's um, Labyrinth meets Blue Monday, I guess. Interesting. Cool. When uh, when do you think the? F- I know you were sort of waiting until you had a bunch of it done before you really wanted to give a, a release date on it. But mm-hmm. do you have, do you have any idea as far as when when? Yeah, it's, it's going to be in the next preview. Oh, okay. Not in September. Start the hype machine now. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's crazy. I'm just I'm too busy working on it to actually start hyping it. But have uh, you sold it? Have you I'm sold out yet, Diamond? Probably by the time it goes on air, um, I'll have some some ads and stuff out. So. Yeah, we 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 saw the uh, the preview cover of the of the first mm-hmm. one, and it looks great. It looks thanks. It looks awesome. Yeah, Tom yeah, Tom, Tom asked if you had uh, already sold out at Diamond. Yeah, Gym. just announced you <laughs> sold out at Diamond. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Yeah, they all got delivered. Diamond Head yeah. Shop in Diamond, Bristol. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> just announced it early. Build the hype. Is that where you guys get early. your comics from in, Head in the UK? In Head Shops. No. Yeah. No, from Diamond. Yeah, yeah, it was Diamond UK. Ah, okay. They're everywhere. Um, I don't, I don't think the numbers count towards Diamond's numbers. I don't even know how any of it works. But yeah, as long as the shops get them, as long as the, as long as the people get the books, well, however, yeah. however they get them, as long as they pay for them. <laughs> yeah, the money's a good thing. Now, <laughs> is, is Suburban Glamour something along the lines of Phonogram that you want to kind of continue to do in a series of of minis? Yeah, hopefully, I've got a few ideas for it. Um, so I guess depending on how you know things go, it might be like one series of phonogram and then another one of suburban grammar, then back to phonogram or whatever. Okay. So well, you can you can always have uh, suburban glamour there for whenever you and Kieran have creative differences and you, yeah, and you break up. Pretty much every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we don't live near each other actually. Maybe fist fights. Shoving. Artists yeah. Shoving. <laughs> Slapping him on the back of the head. <laughs> it would be. Fighting his glasses and things like that. Di- sold out at Diamond. Artist and writer separate. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be, uh, be all over Newsarama. One we'll of these times one day we're going to get too drunk and then it's going to be violence. I think it's like an elaborate plot because uh, I think they're both the same person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know you about have that no one. Response. <laughs> <laughs> no one has any response to that. <laughs> well, what? Uh, anything else around. that you're working on? Anything? I mean, I, I, I know you guys are going to go back to Phonogram. We got Suburban Glamour. Is there anything else that that's in the works for you? Yeah, there's a couple of things, but I'm going to do that annoying comments person thing and say that I can't really talk about any of it. <laughs> oh come on, it's just us, Jamie. Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I, want, I want to be in a profession where someone can ask me a question and I say, I have huge things coming up, but I can't talk about it. I did that with my boss last week. Did not believe didn't me. fly. Yeah, yeah didn't, did not believe me. You didn't have, like, a graphic designer website like Newsarama that then reported on you having big things to talk about? So, Chris, what do you have coming up next? <laughs> All right. Can we have big things, big things. <laughs> We just broken the, the fourth wall of listening. I think, yeah. Well, I right, think uh, is Jamie still there? Did we did we lose him? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, she's still here. I just like you to finish. <laughs> Let's get back to uh, kind of how how you do your craft. I mean, are you are you fairly traditional? Do you use traditional materials? Do you work digitally at all? Um, it's it's all on Bristol board. Um, image just so Bristol board over with the the pre-printed lines on it, and then. I use repeatographs, um, pencils, repeatographs, and kind of in on my really, really terrible scanner that cost about uh, 20 quid, um, and then sort of stuck it up on Photoshop, yeah, throw the grey tones on on Photoshop, and then send it off. Have you thought about going digital at all? No, kind of, yeah. I mean, you know, one of the, one of the big of income from like me selling original artwork, which you can't really do if you do it digitally. I guess you could like print it off and then just lie. <laughs> 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 because the original, you know, the yeah, original. Yeah, original art lithographs. Huh? Yeah, there you go. It's a whole new yeah, industry. Yeah. You know what I wanted to ask you about was sort of the process of getting Phonogram with Image. Was that mm. sort of was that in uh, you know set up before you came onto the book or? You know, from the you know, was that a process you went through, or or how did that work? Getting the book. Well, I mean, I've already had one book with Image, um, Long Hot Summer, uh, which I did with Eric Stevenson, who's the executive director of Image. Um, and so when I was moving on to Phonogram, I think um, Lauren McCubbin got him and Karen in touch, and it kind of went from there. So you know, I was already you know at Image, and then Karen came along. Oh. Um, and it, I don't know, it's a really good fit for us, I think. So actually, um, Karen is riding on your coattails. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's just a guy that wrote for a... I never looked at it like that before. <laughs> He's just a computer game magazine writer. Yeah, I mean, yeah what does he know? <laughs> we knew it all along. I think it would be great if uh, Kieran also was like, uh, never formally learned how to read or write and just taught himself... <laughs> Taught himself how to write right, comics. Yeah. He can't read or he can't read or write anything else. I found War and Peace one day, <laughs> and then only I comic writer. books. And I spit out these scripts that have words that make sense. I don't know how. Well, outside, well, speaking of you know your your history, outside of comic book artwork, have you moved on into other areas of art that that you uh, dabble in or, or that you do you know just for your own? Yeah, I'm, I've. I've done um, a couple of uh, things for bands and things. Um, I've just done a 12-inch cover for my cousin, who's a, a pretty big drum and bass DJ over here. Um, and his, his next thing is coming up, he's done the cover for that. Um, I do uh, a comic strip for a visual PlayStation magazine every month. 
sadly with Karen. Um, <laughs> yeah, so whatever comes along, really. I, I, I kind of, when I'm doing other stuff, I kind of feel the need to get back into doing comics. I get a bit annoyed sometimes, and, then, and as much as I enjoy doing other things, I kind of want to get back onto the comics. We actually have an email question. This comes from James Copeland. He has uh, actually three questions. Uh, okay. It says, will we see any of the major characters in Phonogram Series 1 pop up in subsequent stories? I think Emily was a great foil to David and would make a uh, kick-ass protagonist. How about an indie Dave story? <laughs> uh, Emily's actually going to get her in series. Um, I think we're doing her with Series 3. Um, and both her and Cole are going to pop up in the series too. And one of the issues is uh, with Kids with Knife. So they'll, they'll, they'll be around. Um, we kind of want to get away from the idea that it's um, David Cole's story because it's not the first series of David Cole's that's going around. That's kind of world we've got planned. So, yeah, they'll pop up now and then. That's awesome. Emily was a really fun character in that series. So that'll yeah, be she's fun. really fun to draw too because... <laughs> I don't know, she's, uh, she's got this mask and then occasionally it'll slip. It's, it's, it's fun to draw something like that. As opposed to keep a knife out, everything he thinks shows up on his face. Alright, we... doesn't really think that much, I guess. But it's all there. Alright, second question. A topic that has come up frequently on the uh, boards has been the use of photo reference. What are your thoughts on the issue? Comic artists have been using reference for many years. Why does it seem to be such an issue with so many readers now? I think... I think it's an issue when it's too obvious and when it doesn't look like it fits into the page. Um, when it's done well, you, you don't even really notice. Um, I was having a, a discussion on um, Stuart Eminem's Flickr page. He's got a, a picture that he took of himself next to a picture of the cat. Um, I think it was the cat in, in, in Next Place um, showing how he does it. And I think when you use it well, it's a brilliant aid. I mean, there's, there's some things that I, you know, I'm not good enough to draw yet. But I, I take photos of myself and have them on the computer screen while I'm drawing to, to get the, to get the hang of it and get it looking good. So I think it becomes an issue when it's really obvious, when the page doesn't fit together, when angles are wrong, perspectives are wrong, and then it sort of jars you out the story. When it's like someone asking for uh, to pass the salt and their face looks like they're screaming or having an <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't quite match the, dra the drama of the face. Doesn't quite match what's being said. Well, speaking of that, uh, you know, with with phonogram, I mean, obviously, it seems like there's a lot of reference there to the time frame and mm. probably you know the stuff that you grew up and and Kieran grew up. How did that work out for you as far as trying to find reference or using reference, or was it just out of your head, or or, or how did you do that uh, with phonogram? The, the scenery um, was all very much about reference because we wanted it to be feel as real as possible. And you know, if you've been to these places, you know where they are in the comic. Um, when it when it comes to people from the from from the era, it was actually really really difficult. Um, all my old enemies and everything, I've thrown them all away years ago. Uh, and basically, if you try and do a Google image search for, for somebody from '90s Britain. You get about four pictures that reach about 50 pixels high. <laughs> and it makes it, it makes it pretty difficult to get photo reference. Well, that was one of the things, I mean, I, I it, sh it sure seemed like, and, and I know Kieran had talked about it with us before, was the clothing 
of mm. the era that that you had chosen, and a lot of the, the 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 clothing that the characters wore just seemed to be spot on, and and you had really nailed that. So, what was sort of the solution you found for that? I think, I mean, part of it was just living in the time and living around, you know, going to see the bands and everything, so being aware of it from that angle. Um, but that wasn't really a problem. It was more specific likenesses, especially in issue four, where, you know, you had the the, uh, the Memory Kingdom versions of several Britpop people. Sure. And it became a bit difficult. But the guys and stuff, I think it was just, you know, we knew that, that's one of the reasons he picked me, I think, was because he knew that I would know exactly what I was talking about in the script. I think I remember when we talked to Kieran, it seems like a, you know an age ago, and that was one of the things that he talked about was that there were very few artists that could have pulled off what you did, because you know... Yeah, he's lying. Ah, <laughs> that, you, that you know how people dress, how kids dress, and, and how people dress. In, and you in sold time. your soul to the devil, and that's how you did it. That's, we well, know. I can't help but imagine if the Rob Liefeld version were... I don't think it was that hard to talk. It wasn't a good song. <laughs> One of the things that frustrates me a lot in, in comics, especially comics that are aimed at teenagers, is that a lot of um, a lot of artists don't know how to draw teenagers. And I think that's a, a very important thing. If you're aiming at a group like that, you do need to know the styles and, and the looks and things like that. Otherwise, it's, it's going to fail uh, before it gets started, I think. I hate when people try and write young people and they fill up what they say with so much like like jargon that yeah, it sounds yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I have yeah. a few. I have a few examples in my mind, but I won't bring them up. But just like when people are like, no, I know that's what people think young people talk like, but I mean, yeah. because, because they watch pimp pimp your ride. Yeah, it, you yeah. know, and that's so what this is how young people talk. talk. Yeah. That drives me uh, insane. The UK isn't a pimp my ride. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's it's awful. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like, but they they try and they try and do up these cars that are like you know little tiny British cars, yeah. <laughs> Mini Coopers. And, and they put them with so much stuff that it's too heavy to actually move. <laughs> I mean, because England doesn't have a fine tradition like America of having big like fuck you cars. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like the two now. Yeah, like I imagine, like uh, you know effective public transportation as opposed to like a a 500 foot long you know <laughs> car with black lights all over <laughs> <and everything. laughs> 450 horsepower pump your bentley um the the third question from uh, james here is any suggestions for a student artist like myself that would like to self-publish his own comic in the future oh yeah, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I kind of fluked into the entire thing. Yeah, I was going to say get into sociology. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I kind of, I'm, I don't know. I think I've been very, very lucky in my career, and so far, um, I didn't really do the self-publishing thing or anything. A lot of friends do, and they, you know, they, they seem to get a lot out of it. So I think the best advice is just to get out there and do it. You know, draw the comics, photocopy them up or whatever, take them to a, a con. At table. Yeah, I see a lot of times I think people who uh, want to get in the self-publishing thing, they get so, it's it's like they don't want to show anybody what they're doing until they think mm. they've created like the perfect thing, mm. but I think that's yeah. like, the wrong approach to take. Yeah, you just got to get out there and do it, and just unlearn from the mistakes, and, you know, hopefully improve, but just doing the comics is the way to do it, really. 
great. And uh, James, James finishes up by saying, Phonogram was at the top of my stack all year. Can't wait for Suburban Glamour. And anything you do in the future, he says, if we meet in person, I owe you a pint. So That sounds good to me. I'll make it whiskey and coke. Oh, all right. Yeah. For my I, wa- I like the man even more. <laughs> except, except if you hook up with the, it's got to be bourbon and a uh, bourbon and RC. Yeah, you know whatever. Whatever. Bourbon and RC. I'm not that picky. Uh, whatever you, you know. You yeah, want. whatever anyone wants to. If they yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> what are you, are you, the best three? You can't tell anyway. Are you guys coming to uh, any uh, cons here in, in the U.S.? Yeah, uh, we're in San Diego. Um, I think we've got a table at Image Island, or half a table, which, you know, is big enough for us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've, I've done San Diego for the last four years, I think, so. So it's time to skip San Diego and come <laughs> to Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know, I want to do other ones as well, but it's, I don't know, it's expensive to fly over. Well, we're going to send Pat Loika out there. Mm-hmm. I know he'll, he'll be in San Diego, so we're going to send him to uh, to come and say hi to you guys. And oh, awesome, yeah. I'm scared of the West Coast and their crazy ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the crazy liberals out there yeah. in California, well, Jamie. Chicago, it snows all the time, doesn't it? Uh, only like eight eight months out of the yeah, year. Yeah, and then the other four months, it's fucking hot. Nine hundred degrees. Yeah, ninety <laughs> percent humidity. <laughs> I was at a I was, I was at a baseball game for like six hours today, and I'm like burnt to a crisp. Yeah, uh, see, yeah, it snows all the time, so that's what happens in Chicago in my mind. <laughs> nah, well, it's yeah. all gigantic it's fat people who are sunburnt <laughs> and, and gangsters and, and, yeah, and yeah, gangsters. Yeah, <laughs> I'm chasing each other around That's in the, the sun. That's the Chicago way. They put one of yours in the hospital. <laughs> well, you got to get over here and visit us one of these days, man. Yeah, I, know. I mean, I, I want to do New York as well. And you went to New York this year, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I want to. I want to do that next year. It's gonna um, be. A, it's gonna be in April I've got next a year. Friends in New York, so I haven't seen for a while. Don't go with Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I second that. What? <laughs> Whatever you do, don't don't we travel with up. Chris. We play it up. <laughs> they made me take everything. No, me, and then no. Accused me of packing too much. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You go, if you go. I didn't make you take an absolute edition in your bag. <laughs> yeah. If you come to New York... A bunch of Queen and Country hardcovers. Hey, uh, who, has, who has the George uh, George Perez autographed uh, Crisis <laughs> oh, absolute edition? Anyone that's stood in line? Oh. Anyone, yeah. If you come to New York, you should let us uh, let us know, because uh, I'll go to New York for any reason. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's a good city, and that's, that's a very good thing about the comp, so we definitely want to come out for that, I think. Well, I know... We dream someday of going to Br- to Bristol Con, but you know we never next know. Next year, baby. Next, <laughs> next year, year. Yeah, you'll probably be disappointed then. <laughs> no, because we would well, meet you, Karen. No, it's it's probably about I'd say a tenth the size of New York. That's all right. That's New York was too big. So you can <laughs> you walk around it in about an hour, and then I don't know. And then you go drink. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, well, you know, it's a great show. I a wish... Lot of people have it. It's a lot smaller than the U.S. ones. I wish that the New York Con would have been shorter and there would have been more drinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's generally the British way of doing it, to be honest. I think we deliberately keep it smaller just so we can go to the bar quicker. That stiff upper lip of that one-hour con and then <laughs> drinking <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> out and drinking when the day of the illu- wrong. The illusion of business followed by... <laughs> the copious amounts of beer. Amounts of drink. Yes, and rugby. So. Well, I'm we, familiar with that. <laughs> we did have uh, uh, another post on the forum. 
Uh, it was from uh, Keith Cunningham, and he had a couple of questions for you. He mm-hmm. said, uh, uh, "What material? Well, what materials do you use when you draw?" We kind of went over that. The the uh, mm-hmm. the uh, pens. Uh, what is your art background? We went over that. What is your favorite movie? Oh, ever. Yes. Uh, no, today. Actually, today. If you watched a movie today, would it? <laughs> oh, I watched The Prestige again yesterday. Oh, very good. I love that film. That's a really good film. Um, ever. Oh, it's really difficult. I don't know. Shaun of the Dead, maybe? Or Princess Bride? Have you seen Hot Fuzz yet? The DVDs that are next to the TV and all of them are TV shows. They're not really helping me. <laughs> Have you seen Hot Fuzz? Seen what, sorry? Hot Fuzz. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Oh, I saw it last, I saw it last weekend. I gotta go see that. I so fucking good. laughed my ass. Uh, we saw it like six months ago and it came out of here. The best part of it is... Uh, Don't... No, what? I'm just telling what? you. <laughs> because to me, one of the worst movies of all times is Bad Boys 2. is one of the <laughs> worst films. And the fact that they make fun of Bad Boys 2 immediately sold me on it. I was loving it. Oh, no, yeah, I mean, I was just like, Bad Boys 2 is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, I've seen way worse movies. Uh, his last question... The last time I ever saw was uh, The Skateboard Kid. The Skateboard, skateboard kid. kid? Yeah, it's a film about a kid who uh, gets a skateboard that he buys from a shop that's on an, uh, like, uh, a ghost burial ground or something, and then it gets struck by lightning and comes to life. <laughs> your next comic book that project. That sounds James. awesome! What yeah. do you think? That's your next comic book. Does anyone so license like, that property? I recorded property? it because it was on like, late at night on TV and I recorded it because it sounds like the best film ever. And it's <laughs> absolutely terrible. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. Ever. <laughs> His, uh, Vor- uh, Keith's last uh, question was, how can I be as cool as you? Uh, years of practice. <laughs> First you have to become English. Yeah, you have to get a British yeah, accent. Uh, you're already fucked on that one, Keith. <laughs> and then you need a mirror in front of your table to practice your poses and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, these are these are from uh, the the thread on our forum, which I was disappointed you didn't post in in that thread. Yeah, I did. About, did you? Today, you did. Oh, see, I, I was yeah. I was at a Cubs game. What? what it was what odd for him say? to tell everyone to go fuck themselves. Well, you can go read it. I, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. What he said, it was yeah. He he, it wasn't good for you, Chris. It was, oh. really, it was a time yeah. tra- It was a time travel <laughs> question. Boy, Chris was a real jackass. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, da, da, da. he did ask if he was allowed to swear. And yeah, have you but never I don't listened? Think to you have yet? Yeah, yeah you've been you very swear. No, I've, I've been pretty good. Get it? Go ahead. Right. Get, get yeah. it. I might listen to it. I don't know. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Can you cut that bit out? Because you'll be really offended. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want that to happen. Hi, I'm Tony Moore, and you're listening to Around Comics. Well, Jamie, we want to thank you, first of all, for helping to put out such a good book in Phonogram. It was one that uh, it really caught us by surprise last year, how much we enjoyed it, and it was a lot of fun to to follow that series and see how it wrapped up. And we're looking forward to more Phonogram in the future. Cool. Well, thanks for supporting us. It's, you know, it's been great. Um, you've been one of the, the big supporters of us along, so it's been really cool. And buying it for my... I'm actually buying the trade for my friends who, like, awesome. like Yeah, Tom Cage is, is, our, is our number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> the accent. Jack Kirby's oh. son? I don't know. Uh-huh. Well, it's, I it's, that one. It's, been, it's been kind of fun to watch because as much as, as, much as we've helped support Phonogram because we like to, you've done a lot to help uh, spread the word about our show, and so thank you very much for all the, the, the kind words in, in the backs of the books and on message boards and whatnot. It's been really fun to get to know you guys, even but though we've never met you. Unfortunately, <laughs> since one of our sponsors is in Stock Trades, and 
all of the people that came from you are English and they can't use it, we're going to have to ask them to stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> because it's really diluting the, the pool. <laughs> that was a joke. Anyone can listen. <laughs> Great, Tom. Can you hear me, Antarctica? That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> all the English have to leave. Tom does I love it again. the English. They're great people. <laughs> The Canadian, French Canadians, though. All right, so once again, real quick, when should we expect Suburban Glamour to hit comic shops? Uh, first, this is out in September, and it's four issues, and it's monthly. If everything goes according to plan. All right, and we'll be in uh, the next. Down, but, you know. And we'll be in the next issue, uh, or the next, yeah, is the issue of uh, preview. Yeah, right? I think it comes out at the end of June or something. Okay. For all you previous collectors to get that slabbed, take a look at it before you <laughs> box it up. up. Before you box that, previews <laughs> <laughs> up. <laughs> Take a page through. Well, Jamie, it, it was it, it has been really great to get to know you and, and Karen and and see the book come out and and just we we've enjoyed it so much. I mean, you already know that how how much we've really we've kissed loved. your ass. Yeah, we've we've, we've, we've kissed, kissed your ass, ass for enough. eight months now. <laughs> and uh, and that's it. The next time uh, your book comes out, we're just gonna rail on it. Yeah, because we, we got to balance it. We got to you know, it's like we kiss yeah, your ass. Whatever, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We'll take up fake names on the internet. <laughs> Start fi- fights with ourselves. No, I, I, we are definitely looking forward to to both Suburban Glamour and more Phonogram and, and whatever else you, uh, you will be working on, because I'm sure there's going to be more in your future. Uh, you're, you're yeah, we've got some time. Whether we go ahead or not, I don't mind. But All right. Well, great. Well, Jamie, thank you so much, and you have a fantastic rest of your, your morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go to bed now. <laughs> All right. Nice. All right. We'll Thanks see. You, we'll see you on the forum. See you later. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. We'd like to thank Jamie McKelvey for joining us today, or uh, in the morning in the UK as it was. It was like one in it's, the morning. Let's not try and get into the Hello? time. It's one in the morning on Saturday. In England Time last machine. week, last we week when we recorded it, but it's I'm Thursday. Here now. I wasn't here on Monday. I, you're crazy. crazy. Everyone's I'm getting freaked out. <laughs> if you haven't picked up Phonogram, please do so, especially if you are a, a fan of music or especially a fan of like '90s Brit pop. It is. It's it's almost if you are a fan of '90s Britpop and a comic fan, it is your book. If you like you being entertained, it. just get it. Absolutely, we highly recommend it. Yes. And also, uh, be on the lookout for Jamie's next book, Suburban Glamour, coming out soon from Image Comics. Will be in the next issue of previews. And he said, "What uh, about a September release?" release for yeah. That? Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, thank he, you. He's a fantastic. I mean, I I cannot believe that he he's. I mean, he's really only been drawn for. Five years or something. He's a liar! I bet he's I, gone. To it's just unbelievable. Well, I know he's young. I know I don't know how old he is, but I know he's probably ten years younger than I am. But uh, he's a fantastic artist, and I can only imagine, you know, if he keeps drawing comics for another ten years, you know, for it's gonna, it's it's gonna, gonna be, be really yeah, interesting to see, to see how he develops. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we have a listener hotline. If you weren't already familiar with that, Sal, you can let everyone know about that. One eight 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 six five G Cast. You can give us a call, leave us a voicemail, and we will play it on the show, just like this one. Hey, Ronald Comics. Cool. I finally called you. Finally. Um, my name is Pockets. Uh, can't remember what my thing is on your website. It's not pockets. I'm pretty fucking drunk right now. <laughs> oh yeah, it's Hitman. Oh yeah, well, I'm a freaking. Mar-
Marvel zombie. And fucking, I wanted to get into fucking DCU for a while. But I hate DC. The only one I like is Hitman. It's my favorite. And, and I keep, I've been listening to your podcast for a while. Well, I've been listening to some of the recent episodes. I've been listening from like, whatever to, I'm like on A2 right now. And Tom keeps talking about fucking, Tom. Absolute Watchmen. And how, yeah, stupid uh, contest. And fucking. Um, <laughs> Win the Absolute. So I finally bought it from Borders, thanks to you guys. Anyway, <laughs> I'm trying to get into DCU. And I'm re- in the middle of reading Watchmen right now. It's pretty fucking badass. <laughs> really? Yeah. Come on, it's cool. It's got like I the won't whole argue. bookmark cloth thingy. Yeah. It's like the Bible. <laughs> so yeah, the I'm Bible of comics. To you. So, uh, like, what trade should I buy to like really get me into it? I'm a Marvel zombie. I'm in all sorts of shit, like Punisher, Hitman. Like I said, you guys said I could pick up anything, but I'm thinking like JLA or just JSA because you know Avengers rocks. So I'm like thinking of that kind of thing for DCU. So yeah, any like helpful hints you could fucking help me out with. <laughs> Sounds like he's about to so, yeah. Oh, Vince B and Dave Price. I love you guys, man. I'm just fucking too lazy and anti-social to say call you guys up. Oh, I'll have to get drunk again and do that. But yeah, what trade should I fucking call or no? Should I read to get into DCU? Um, like learn more about it and shit. So, hey, mom, which one's pound? <laughs> which symbol's pound? Oh, the stars or the number? All right. Anyway, thanks. You don't have to put me on the air. Did ask his mom? You know. Oh, and my initials are MG for people at work, so I can, like, show this right out and show, like, I'm, like, on a cool podcast. <laughs> you guys fucking rock, Tom. I love you. Oh. Sal, Chris, fucking... Yeah, you guys rock. Well, thank you. All right. Uh, bye. <laughs> no, they met, he's like hammered, too hammered to figure out what pound is on a phone, but his mom's sitting next to him. I, I hope he was at his mom's house, and not driving home. <laughs> prison. Well, I think his like mom in prison. prison. <laughs> you can pick up, uh, you can pick up, like, the first. JLA trade with Morrison, all the Morrison stuff's really yeah, good. Or start, you can pick up the first JSA trade. And uh, a couple that I would suggest is Vigilante traded. No, we could get that in quarter bins yeah, probably. Vigilante, Vigilante was uh, the '80s. Green, Green Lantern Rebirth, good and stuff. then and then Green Lantern Core is something that I'm really enjoying, and and not coming at it from. You know a lot of DC history like Tom sure. would, so those are uh, uh, Green Lantern Rebirth was fantastic. Yeah, uh, there, there's so much good stuff. I mean, but he likes like Punisher and Vigilante. Vigilante would probably be right. Yeah, that's yeah. Those guys are kind of cool uh, for you know if you like the sort of anti-hero yeah. guys. Um, trying to think of what else DC's putting on. Sort of Maybe uh, Green Arrow. Because he's a bit more... Yeah, the Kevin Smith stuff, yeah. I think he would like a lot. He, he might like that. Like if you like Hitman and you like uh, Punisher... Punisher, I can see him liking the Green, Green, Green Arrow. Maybe some of the Wildstorm stuff might appeal to him if he likes Punisher. You know, Authority. Maybe the uh, Teth Adam 
JSA stuff. Oh, the, Black uh, Rain. Black, Black Rain. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, I could see that working for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wildstorm might be a good, um, a, a good sure. transi- authority sleeper. Uh, is fantastic. Yeah, authority you'd probably really like because that's yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, the JSA stuff. I think. Uh, yeah, you know, J- I'm starting JSA, the uh, the Robinson Goyer Johns run right good now, stuff. and it's fun stuff. It's I mean, it's very superhero. If you like more of a more of a hard edge to stuff. Um, uh, oh, Manhunter. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. that would, he would yeah. probably like Manhunter. Yeah, that's yeah. A good check, call. check out check out the first couple Manhunter trades. I think you will really enjoy those. There you go. Well, thanks for calling, leaving us a voicemail. We always enjoy to hear our drunk listeners. Sure. Yeah. Or even if you're not drunk, you don't have to be drunk to call. <laughs> I miss Esteban eighty nine. Oh, he's been. Uh, <laughs> I've got plenty of Esteban eighty nine. If if we. Uh, no. <laughs> There's a lot of he's left us a lot of messages. no 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 that's no Esteban eighty nine not uh, not our friend oh Enigma not. zero Enigma yeah zero Enigma oh There's I'm sorry I got him confused yes but I, I enough with the uh, voice now with the writing the writing listening listener emails ah let's send move to info at around comics or Sal Chris or Tom at around comics so yes this first one's from Douglas Mead <coughs> hey there guys from all of us at top of the ninth. We've been supplying Northern Michigan's comic needs for over 17 years now. Well, congratulations. Thanks. Yeah. Plus. <laughs> Thanks for putting out such great shows every week that are both funny and informative. You're welcome. We play all the new shows as well as your greatest hits in the store. We have greatest hits. <laughs> I guess. I'm, I'll That's like me, uh, so there you go. Your military intelligence. Dis- yeah, I know. Your flyer is probably displayed at our counter, and we appreciate all your hard work. The JSA 101 episode was great. Keep it up, and we'll be seeing you all at Wizard World Chicago. We'll cool. We'll see yeah. you at Wizard World. That's not, not the first uh, person that's emailed us said that they play our show in their shop. That's which kind of yeah, it is a little frightening. It's like I, I yeah, some of the stuff we say. I don't the know cops are gonna but thank ru- you ru- run in here one night. Uh, don't put that book in your bag, young man. <laughs> <laughs> If you think down. you smell, you do. <laughs> Batman, Wait, top, top yeah. of the Batman in the center. Uh, top of the Ninth Comics and Cards is at 1120 East 8th Street, Traverse City, Michigan, 49686. You can call them at 231-946-3030. Get in touch with us before Chicago. And we'll yeah. meet you. Yeah. We'll hang. We'll I actually hang. I got an email that was sent to me, um, <clears> but it's, it's one that I want to read for everyone because okay. it's something I love to talk about. Uh, this is from uh, Greg. Yeah, I wonder what this could be. And he from says, Greg? Right, yes. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not that right. Greg. Uh-huh, Not that sure? Greg. Yeah, whatever. Uh, says, hi, Chris. I've been listening to the show for a while now, and I've decided to give Queen and Country a try. Can you give me an order on how I should read the trades and novels? I've also <sighs> seen the Queen and Country declassified and was wondering how this fits into the rest of the series. This is a question I love to have. You've answer answered to. this before, haven't you? Start with number one, read all of them. <laughs> yeah. uh, here, is how answer, I, here is how I would suggest the reading order. And uh, it, it doesn't, these are, these are not set rules. But uh, Queen and Country Volume 1, Queen and Country Volume 2. Queen of Country Volume 3, Queen of Country Volume 4. <laughs> then, shut up. You couldn't just then, say 1, 2, 3, 4? Yes. Queen of Country Volume 1 through 4. Then, Declassified Volume 1, because it has a backstory that leads into Queen of Country Volume 5, and then you can go into Q&C Volume 6. Then I would suggest Declassified Volume 2, Queen of Co- Queen Country, drawn by Mike Norton. That's uh, Volume 7. 
uh, Saddlebags. That's a great art. Then uh, A Gentleman's Game, the first novel. Then Queen and Country, Volume 8. That's the current arc that's going to wrap up by around San Diego. And then the uh, the last novel, Private Wars. So that's, that's the read in order. So thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. And thank you, Greg Wink. <laughs> Greg Lucka. Greg Is it Lucka. interesting? Greg Lucka. What an interesting R-U-K-A. coincidence. Well, our, uh, our next email. Uh, I want to set this up a little bit. I, a couple weeks ago, or last week, when we were week, uh, yeah. we were talking about birds of prey in our top of the stack. I think that was John's mm-hmm. top of the stack pick, and and someone said something about Nicola Scott, the artist of birds of prey, and and then uh, somebody else said, well, she doesn't listen. Well. Nicola Scott sent us an email and said, Hey guys, I do listen to the show while I work. Podcasts are newish to me, but there are now a few I listen to regularly, yours being my absolute favorite. I, I do a little dance to your opening theme and laugh along while I draw. Scotty, Scotty is a great addition to the show, but I'll be sad to lose John as a regular. Uh, I'll be Northern Hemisphere side really soon at Toronto's Paradise Con on June 8th through the 10th. I'll also be at Comic-Con in San Diego. Are you all going? I need to know... I need to see what you guys look like so I can stop constructing visuals in my head. At the moment, Tom looks like Mac from the Mac versus PC ads. Wrong? We um, discussed this. I look a bit more like a uh, like a young Nicolas Cage. Yes, I, I I would agree. You do have a bit of a Nicolas Cage. You probably have a little more hair than Nicolas Cage. I do. But, uh, <laughs> no, this is fake like his. <laughs> I know those movies he's in. Nice. This is all CGI. And my body is pure CGI. I'm ripped. <laughs> but it's just, uh, you know, it's like Nicolas Cage. She went on to say, uh, thanks for the kind words about Birds of Prey. I will be hanging around on the title when Sean comes on board. Great show. Great. Cheers, Nicola. Uh, Thank Nic- you for Nicola? I don't know how you pronounce Nic- Nicola. 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 Um, but that's just so awesome that, like, you know, uh, it was out, out r- of the blue, yeah. you know, we, we get an email. That was from a great uh, Tuesday morning moment. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. It was, but, and we love her work, and thank you for listening and Read just imagining her doing a little dance to our opening theme. I'm never going to get that theme music change <laughs> ever, yeah, ever. there forever now thanks <laughs> and uh and the sean she mentions is, is sean mckeever who, who's coming on birds, birds of prey, prey so those look two forward uh, to it. yeah look forward to, to birds of prey all right uh i think we already mentioned the listener lcs challenge you can join our friends of the program friends of the That's program very easy just go to www.aroundcomics.com where you can download and print out our lcs challenge flyer Ask your comic shop manager or owner if they will display it in their store. If they do, send us an email, and we'll mention you and the store on the show, as well as post it on our site. Become a friend of the program today. And there's a few other ways you can visit us uh, at comicspace.com slash aroundcomics, myspace.com slash aroundcomics, or Chris's favorite, you can write us an iTunes review. Yes. At the iTunes podcast store. Please. And special thanks to Jeff Solomon, Nagazi, comic book hero, and Troop Lee. We're, we're marching towards uh, 200, 200 quickly. Now. Yeah. It's it's awesome. Get it on, guys. <laughs> now it's on. I now have it's a sad, on. sad little life, and it makes me so happy when I see new reviews. Speaking of sad, check out all the great things that Around <laughs> Comics has to offer. It's your source it's for the best. Sad. It's the source for your best in comic book news, reviews, and opinions, and what you should think. And we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. Find more great podcasts at comicspodcast.com. On that note, hold on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean I to, like to go off script. Mock. Ying. Bird. Bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm absolutely frightened. What happened to you two? Sorry. Like going back and forth. <clears throat> it's just that close relationship Tom and I have creative 
Lee, I don't know. We sit on the I, same side of the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, I happen to listen to an interesting podcast today. It's a new podcast um, called Sidebar. Uh, it's a comic book podcast. Uh, I, I don't know anything about the guys. I don't know who's on it. But uh, the show I listened to, they, they interviewed um, Dexter Vines, mm-hmm. uh, Inker. He's been Inker with... Uh, uh, Cross Gen and and uh, well he he's McNiv- stuff, he did McNiven stuff on Civil War but he's been inking for McGinnis. years and he years does a lot of stuff with McGinnis I think does I've he seen him in the past but it was a really McGinnis. interesting interview and a really funny and informative and and good show so go it's well, now I'm gonna listen go to check it. it out it was it was really good I I, uh, I I love hearing new uh, good comic book related mm-hmm. podcasts and this one had a completely kind of different feel to it than, than other stuff, but uh, but it was good. Go check it out. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of quiet penologists at work since this is kind of our British-themed show, so those guys... Quiet! <laughs> Just so everyone is aware, we post next week's topic on Tuesdays at our forum at aroundcomics.com. Yes. And uh, 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 next week, uh, Savannah College of Art and Design. Oh, God, i got to get prepared for that. So we're going to be talking about studying sequential arts oh. in school. Pain, uh, unlike Jamie McKelvey, who went to school for sociology and then sold school soul. isn't fun hanging out is fun <laughs> getting <laughs> high uh, and speaking about getting high waiting for the trade has never been easier instocktrades.com offers a huge savings. selection of the collected editions you need instocktrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks deluxe hardcovers essential showcases archives absolute editions omnibus editions and more all at great discounted prices and remember all orders over $50 ship free whether you're buying an absolute edition or catching up with showcases and essentials instocktrades.com is your new best friend and if you want another friend I suggest that you get in touch with the Hero Initiative we are proud to help support the Hero Initiative Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who may need emergency medical aid financial support for essentials of life and an avenue back into paying work it's a chance for all of us to give something back to the people who have given us so much enter- enjoyment and entertainment and Enter- edutainment. Edu- edutainment for more information visit www.heroinitiative.org or call 310-909-7809 and ask for a friend <laughs> do something good be a hero give and, uh, and enter our hero yeah, contest remember our hero and actually uh, we talked about Mike doing a Captain America sketch on the yeah. Captain America um, for your own personal collection no it's, it's going to be Captain He's America doing it for the, uh, hug and easy E I'm gonna have a man. He, no, he 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 did it. He did it while we were here. So we do have a oh, Mike very Norton, nice. Captain, Captain America, America, Fallen yeah. Sun. I'm gonna miss everybody. Nice. Miss everybody. See you at the crossroads. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> I'd like to thank. Yeah, I think long. I'd like to thank everyone for being here. I definitely <clears throat> would like to thank JB McKelvey. Thank you again, sir. Everyone, uh, go check out for staying up so late. Absolutely. Uh, Tom, Sal, always a good time yes. on a Friday yeah, evening. go to hell. Uh, <laughs> thanks to, uh, to Mark for ass. hosting us here at Dark Tower on another Friday oh, evening. Oh, out your ass. <laughs> Let's finish it up. Everyone, have a fantastic rest of your week and weekend. We'll be back again on Monday with another full-length episode. In the meantime... In between time. <laughs> we'll be everywhere in... And around comics. Chimney sweeps. Oi. Oi, Oi governor. Oi, governor. Paul Oi. Jenkins just Oi. threw up in his Off mouth. the apples and pears, <laughs> have we? Uh. <laughs>
would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time when the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same, bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Baby, love you one more time